And welcome to the broken, the depleted Broken Hearts podcast. Um, you are with Cammy, Cammy, Cameron, Hammy, and the third worst host, I'd say, Simon. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm a, I'm what I'm Andy Halliday at left back slot. So really, I'm actually the best. <laughs> I go with that. Um, I so obviously Javi's not with us. He. Um, is busy. Is he getting teeth done, hair done? It's hair this time. Hair, aye. Um, hair. Right, we'll go with hair. Um, what about Paddy? Um, he's um, getting, he's he's getting height added. <laughs> Even <laughs> more. He's going to be really tall. <laughs> Do you remember Paddy was like five foot six and then came back and was like six foot, like oh, in a week. It feels time. like. This time in a week, Jeez. <laughs> could be eight feet. <laughs> uh, so we'll just dive into the news, the the Java agenda, as we get every week our little communist manifesto. <laughs> the Hearts have decided to jet off to Spain for some warm weather friendlies during the World Cup. Uh, pretty decent. That's all right. Aye. Looking at how much it cost us for the European trips, that'll be about another million. <laughs> this is this is all the way where the money goes, isn't it? <laughs> no, but it's, it's better than them just sitting about here doing fuck all. So, in fairness, it would be hard to get injured sitting about doing nothing. So, I'm not, <laughs> not as convinced. Do you think uh, this warm weather friendly thing will be? Remember those photos of Neil Lennon and Scott Brown on warm weather training? Do you think it will be similar vibes? <laughs> I mean, I would hope for a wee bit more suntan lotion. <laughs> um, and just a wee sort of building on what we were talking last week, Keo got announced in Team of the Week uh, for his performance against Ross County. Probably the second best centre mid we had that day. But taking Aye. nothing away from him, very good. Yeah, let's see, we just need to give him a bit of, a bit of time. Um, I see he got dropped for this weekend. So, um, <laughs> Excellent. Keep, keep that momentum going. But uh, no, like, like I said, he, he does seem to be adjusting to the to the style of play over here as well. And, and he, he deserved it. He did. He had a good game. Um, speaking of an absolute another class weekend for a younger Hearts player, Bobby McLucky uh, got a hat-trick <laughs> and two assists in a 9-0 win. And we've no lied any time, but a legit man of the match performance. <laughs> that investment is just paying dividends in the future. We're going to be so rich. <laughs> Do you get any financial gain for it if he does well? Absolutely nothing. Brilliant. Good. <laughs> uh, sticking with youth, uh, the under-13s won the Academy Scottish Cup at the weekend, so I look forward to them coming through. I don't know. Like, what can you make under 13? Is it? Congrats. Yep. Um, moving on to from under 13s to the national team, 
big game being announced for next September. Uh, just a wee sweetener for the, the packages. What are we thinking, Cameron? <laughs> oh, I've, uh, I think as I've been uh, like I know it's I know it's England, but they don't really care. Um, we do, they don't, <laughs> and it's a friendly, and it's being used just to make us buy another round of supporters memberships, which will keep us involved. Do you think they don't care? They do not care about playing us. No. <laughs> Fair enough. They um, and a friend, they don't care about a friendly. No. I, I I always feel like they do care. I feel like just for the Twitter and I don't know. Maybe this is a heart St. Mirren's sort of feel to it. Ah, uh, maybe. Um, sticking with um, hearts, I suppose. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, we got beat. 3-1 off Istanbul. We did. How weird is it watching a game on Thursday afternoon as well, by the way? I was watching. No idea. No idea. I, did not I missed it. <laughs> I was the only one that watched it. I watched it. <laughs> nah, I, had, uh, I was... Uh, my job, I'm not behind a desk, so it's not like I can like slyly watch it or anything. Which is I was, fine. I was in a pub, was it telling <laughs> <laughs> You are a fucking... What do you do? Do you have a job? Anytime, anytime I ever see you, you're day drinking. In a pub as well. Not even like slyly in your house. I had a lovely week's holiday last week. Um, spent spent a large amount of it um, in pubs when I could. That was nice. But um, just sort of ignoring the game, anything that's been said about the game has been said. Um, anything we would be saying would probably just be repeating. But just going over the sort of general outcomes of Europe that um, we got six points which is more than any Scottish team and I suppose it's all relative but the 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 level of our squad and the funding that we have is probably more comparable than Celtic Rangers whatever but they're shite um, we <laughs> scored a goal in every away match which no other team in our group did including the big teams Fiorentina and Istanbul wow and we made what I thought was a fair bit of money. But actually looking after the expenses, I didn't realise we would be charged for extra policing and stuff like that. I think those would be the home games, I would have thought. And you I think we always you always pay something towards it. I don't know how it splits with what the league pays and what the clubs pay, but I'd imagine it's just those extra home games that we play for security. And I can't imagine you pay it away. Sure, it's on the home Aye. side to police that. And yeah, so Hammy, have you got a wee an update on how much money we might actually made? I'm sure I've seen rumours on a uh, supporters forum of around about four or five million in profit, pure profit, after okay. all your expenses are taken away and everything. Um, right. But that was the upper end. I think there was a but there was a lot of chat that Andrew McKinley's maybe not letting everything out the bag as well. So January transfer money so that clubs didn't try and get more money out of us or whatever like that. But I, I like to think other clubs will probably know we've got I think, there's, I think there's an element as well they're looking at this. This is where I'd like to think it's gone is that they've looked at this as a longer term piece. So we paid for stuff in this first campaign that you wouldn't necessarily have to pay for in another campaign. So the likes of the screens, the lights, getting the stadium into a place where you can have that. You don't have that going out again next year if we make Europe 
Aye. Fantastic point. Aye. Um, I suppose we've got to see this campaign and maybe the next couple as foundation builders to sh- prove that it's a consistent thing. If it ever happens, obviously, that's the aim of the season. And I think it's quite possible with where we're at after this week's Motherwell game, which we'll dive into. Did you see that transition? That was beautiful, eh? Well, <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> so um, I'll just fly through the lineups quickly. Um, Craig Gordon and goals at the back was Smith, Sibick, Cochrane, Halliday. Our midfielders were Devlin, Grant, Snodgrass, and then Josh Janelli, Ban McKay, and Shanklin made up the attackers. On the Motherwell side of the ball, there was um, Liam Kelly, Paul McGinn, Janssen, Lamy, Penny, Slattery, Goss, Shields, Spittle, McKinstry, Van Veen and Clancy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so we'll just sort of take it um, as it comes. I'll, I'll try and go through my notes. They're, I think they're in chronological order. Um, but I would like to just start by saying, see when Tynecastle is that level of spiteful, but it's not directed at our own players. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. That is exactly what I want. I thought that was proper amazing. We had like, our whole section was on its feet the last five minutes, just willing that boy to just get away Aye. from the wall. Everybody was up singing, cheering. The bounce after the third goal was unbelievable, but I... I thought the drum really added to it. Uh, yeah, it definitely started a wee bit flat, um, but as soon as that drum came in, boom, here we go. It's he of, was late. He was, <laughs> aye, but that's fine. <laughs> Life happens, eh? <laughs> Three o'clock on a Sunday. That's the I fucking issue. I didn't think the drum would be there. Because uh, it's like, again, like you say, a Sunday three o'clock game, but uh, I'm glad it was because it did. It got people up for it, I, I feel. You, I mean, you said folk that go to games with drums tend to be slightly hungover. Like, <laughs> so might might not make a Sunday game. Listen, I feel like if the drummer is a huge responsibility because one, you have to drum in time and sort of. I do pick the songs. Do people make recommendations like a DJ? There, there was the one guy who, who seemed to be directing the songs right. he was gone for it so maybe he no. was saying do that beat and then also I feel like part of the responsibility is you just have to be there come rain or shine aye There's, but, um... fair play to him because I wouldn't do it <laughs> I wouldn't either <laughs> too old to lunch no Motherwell brought two guys to one, one just to hold <laughs> imagine being the guy that holds a drum no chance <laughs> If you hold the drum at heart, well done to you as well. <laughs> um, so I, I and thought, what are you doing? <laughs> I thought we were really, really good, and I thought Motherwell were wasting time, and I was getting really annoyed actually because it was nil nil. It was about fifteen minutes in, and they were time wasting. And I thought, are you fucking really, really going to play football like that? I expected uh, more of them. One of the games, yeah, they, they were, they were. It was funny watching them raging at the end as well when we Aye. were time wasting. So. Yeah. Right, it's a, oh, it, I'll come to it, but it's the perfect ingredients for what I want for a football game. So I, I think Andy Halliday getting up and down that wing was unbelievable. At the beginning, from left back, I thought him, Bobby Snodgrass was absolutely phenomenal. I thought they really, we were making loads of chances and we did everything but score, sort of. Ah, we had a lot of really good chances. I think I, I watched I watched the highlights back last night and I. I Tend not to have been at the game, um, but 
it felt like one that was worth having a view back just to, just to remember kind of how many we did have before that big incident which you'll get to but um yeah we, we were we were all over them from a, a possession and um and chance point of view they had one i think one shot that went almost like in a side pass that went past the the far post but outside of that they, they didn't really have anything and yeah it's zero they, shots on target at half time for motherwell yeah i mean and a chunk of that is against 10 men yeah so for the last five minutes they had we had 10 men yeah um but I we'll come to that then. So 38th minute, George Grant makes a challenge, which in the stadium, and it was checked by VAR, you felt like you probably couldn't complain about it. There was not much we can, they obviously don't show replays, and we're the other side, but it looked like it could have been a red card. Having seen it back, I think it's quite harsh. I'd, I'd, I'd kind of thought the same when I seen it, but I was sure it was a red card at the time, just for where we were. And I think... It's a yellow if you watch it back, but I don't think it's a. I think it's difficult to say it's a clear and obvious one that he's got wrong, so it's never going to be overturned. The issue my is, issues, sorry, my issues with Grant. Like, what's he doing? There's no need to make that challenge. It's it's like the halfway line. He's running across the park at him, and it's it's twice he's been sent off, and it could have really cost us yesterday. And it did cost us the first time he was sent off, and that's a liability. Aye, it's a bit unfortunate that he got red carded, but it's difficult. What I found my issue was it was, even with the replays, there's not really a good camera angle of it, right? That's at the halfway line. There is a camera about fucking 10 foot away from it on that side of the pitch. What's going on? Why can't we get better camera angles like that? And that's at Tynecastle, probably one of the better stadiums in Scotland for, like, Camera angles. You get some stage in Scotland. You've got two. So I, just, I, I figured, and maybe I'm just being really naive. But I thought as part of the setup for VAR, you would have set places where cameras are at every stadium, like around the pitch. But maybe I was right. just being really simplistic about that. I did. Uh, I think I read on Twitter earlier that I think SPL grounds have got six cameras, but like for the Premiership, for our comparison, they've got thirty. Yeah. I don't know how true that They're is. Even close. I'm sure, like I'm sure, we all will have just taken the absolute minimum. So, yeah. So, so no, really, I help for the refs. Well, I, <laughs> I think you're spot on there, though, because like because you can't see, it, there's no way you'd be able to overturn that. Yeah. Like, Aye. But it's it's not clear in any kind yeah. of way. But you're, I think, I think his foot's on the ground. It's not high. Yep. Um, but that didn't stop us because Andy Car. I mean, uh, Andy Halliday <laughs> got on the end of a Gino corner, knocked it wide, and then got on the other end, oh, not a Gino corner, a Snodgrass corner, and then got the end of the second corner and looped another header in for the second week in a row. What a man. a fantastic header as well. Jenna, brilliant header. Um, I was so, so, so confused. Like, it seemed to hang in the air forever. <laughs> it's one of those ones where it's just in the ab. It doesn't need to be fast because it's just the perfect trajectory in the perfect spot that it doesn't matter. There's a boy in the post as well, couldn't it? Yeah, Aye. <laughs> absolutely brilliant. Um, but yeah, that was like Andy Halliday had a chance just before that, which was a brilliant save. Um, yep. So it wasn't even like that was like he was just getting up and in that wing all day. Um, 
Also, just one more thing on the red card, Craig Gordon getting booked. Yeah, I, I don't know what he said, but like, Aye. it looked like he was gesturing at his armband to say, I'm allowed to come out and speak to you. And I understand if you're going to book players if he says something or whatever, but the whole game you can see players screaming in the referee's face and he never even batted an eyelid. So, don't know, consistency. Cool. Um, and then, so that was the 45th minute. Went in at half time, thought, right, me and Cameron were discussing it. What do we do? When do you start to show up? Do you think about going for a second? Before you know it, Andy Halliday, wallop. <laughs> 2 <0. laughs> And that was um, a great finish as well. Aye. So I think it was Gino was the initial running behind. He managed to get the ball across the box. It gets recycled well. Takes a nick off a Motherwell player, falls right into the path of Andy Halliday, and he just absolutely smacks it. Is that a, a Barry Mackay assist? I think it would be generous, but I'd, I'd happily give him it. I thought Barry Mackay was no bad until, it, and fair enough, he was absolutely blown at the end. I was just wondering if, if we give him it, is it like a confidence boost? Like, Aye, I, if I was the chairwoman, I'd be pulling him aside and going, listen, that's this bonus. I'm giving it for that one. <laughs> I think he's trying to pass it to him, but the touch makes it even better for Halliday to finish. So, um, yeah, great finish, and he's done that before. He's finished. He's, he is actually a good striker of the ball for the sort of edge of the, the area. So, um, it's good that he's gallivanting up that left hand side, especially with us playing four at the back. I didn't expect the fullbacks to get quite as far up as they did, but well, Smith not as much, but Halliday was <laughs> everywhere. Oh, Michael Smith. I love Michael Smith, right? <laughs> poor, the poor man. He gives Aye. actually every single sinew of his body that he has left, but you can see how fucking much pain he is in. Yeah. So I mean, he, limp, he, limps, he limps away to like the, the team lineup at the beginning of the game. To <laughs> oh. I think every week it highlights more and more that we do need a right back even if Atkinson can fulfil his potential and play to the level we know he's capable of playing at I still think we need at least one more in there Yeah, I mean they just stick out of the day they'll be fine (laughs) (laughs) Um, So then I think we held out for for quite well we were 2-0 up we were sort of thinking about making some changes I think it was about the... 61st. Yeah, the 61st minute. Um, Michael Smith sort of falls asleep and Civic sort of falls asleep. The ball ricochets right into the path of... Louis Moult. Louis Moult, is he the one that goes down? Yeah, Gordon, I think so. Gordon gets a touch on that ball. I thought he oh. did in the stadium, but I watched it back and I'm not so sure. I don't think it's that. I, I mean, I've seen a still of his hand touching the ball. Yeah. Well, I've seen it. I think it, you can see by the way the ball moves that it must hit his hand because it doesn't hit off. It doesn't hit off. Like, it doesn't come off Louis Moult the way that the ball should. If that's the only forces that are acting upon the object. This brainiac or a broken Listen, heart podcast. For for every action, there is an opposite and equal reaction. <laughs> That is a, a law of physics. Um, I know the, the still image you're talking about, and I know what you mean with the ball, the way that the ball spins and the, just the um, 
sort of general direction it takes as well. It does look like he gets a touch on it. <laughs> but again, <laughs> with the the cameras and the replays and everything you've seen, it, you're never going to change that decision, are you? Yeah, he do, he, he certainly gets the player. Um, yeah. but if, obviously, if he gets the ball first, then it shouldn't be. Um, but I know see, you... see what see what I don't get. I mean, I, I feel like in a way we've kind of got away with it. But if he genuinely like um, uh, the referee's given the penalty and he's taken the man because he believes he's not touched the ball. Regardless yeah. if he has or he hasn't. It's a red card. How's Craig Gordon, Gordon still on the pitch? Aye, exactly. I think the fact that he did become maybe prematurely um, in the game or maybe unfairly is the right word, maybe played a factor or I don't know. I mean, I feel like if we didn't win this game, if we even lost this game, I'd be going full old firm conspiracy mode. <laughs> like I'd be talking about this for fucking weeks, right? But I feel like I just can't be arsed being bothered about the decision because we won the game. Yeah, similar to the Celtic one when we had the penalty and the, the player didn't get second yellow. Aye, right. um, with that as well. It's it's a strange one. So yeah, although I, I, was that the one that was given by VAR, whereas this one was given on the pitch. Yeah. No, the the Celtic one was given on the pitch as well. They did check Aye. it with VAR. So it, it was the first one that the didn't. One, sorry, yeah. yeah. Um. I so I, mean, I do think I thought he was getting a second yellow, but he didn't. So. Fuck it. And then, not long after that, um, an absolutely great goal from Motherwell was rolled oh, off for offside. Oh, what a screamer. Right. And it is offside. <laughs> it is tight, but it is clearly offside. Yeah. Big Van Veen about to break the corner flag into <laughs> Yeah, and then he picks the corner flag up and slams it on the ground. I don't see how that. He didn't even get a talking to <laughs> I forgot to mention, just after, see after the penalty, did you see the guy that walked onto the pitch? I'd missed no. it. I didn't see this. Wait, there was a guy just clean walking into the six yard box, walked off. <laughs> just, he had a mohawk. It was like, everybody just let him do it. What? And I need to say, oh, what the hell? I've I seen people talking about it on Twitter and I was like, what? Is this when, the after the offside goal? I think. After the pen? After the pen. I think it was either. After it was awarded via VA, or the VAR check had come back in, he was he, he looked furious. So maybe that adds weight to the thing that Gordon got a hand on it. Gordon was also very animated that he got a hand on it. So, and I don't think he's a liar. Yeah, he would never lie. <laughs> but I, thunder <laughs> bastard, absolute yeah. thunder bastard for Van Veen. So I yeah, was also, this... I was also screaming for a red card for that little shove into the net. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but the fact that the ref, the referee lost complete control of that game, like unbelievable. Yeah, um, yeah but then we did make some changes. Uh, Lewis Nielsen, Nathaniel Atkinson came on for Halliday and Janelli. I was quite surprised to see Janelli coming off instead of Mackay. I felt like Janelli looked like he had a lot more in the tank, and same. He's also much more of a threat when we have a man sent off because his pace is always dangerous. The defence always has to be a step behind, a step deeper, sorry, just because of his pace, whereas, you know, they know Barry McKay is going to come short for it. Yeah, I thought it was a weird, weird couple of changes. Um, and almost instantly, they scored a goal. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, Lewis Nielsen, like, when he missed the ball, like, after he's, well, it wasn't Aye. even his first touch, he was like, oh, no, yeah. what's happening here? But, um, the, yeah, it was just a simple ball across the box for, was it Blair Spittle, I think? I think Sibic's just got to be quicker to react to that. He kind of loses track to what's around, what's going on around him. 
I think if he's a wee bit sharper, he, he blocks that coming in. But listen, like I said, we won the game, so we can iron these things out. We're sort of don't care a glaze about it. Yeah, it was a running for the edge of the box. Michael Smith's Aye. tracking him, but he probably should have given uh, Simic a shout, but it's a good ball in the box. Aye. The, the argument you could say Gordon could come. There's so many things. Oh, there, but it's my just God. Good, you could always say that. I could always say that Gordon could come out. He's absolutely <laughs> petrified. Aye. It's, again, it's, it's in the six-yard box. But fuck it, we won. I'm in a good mood. Aye. And I think it speaks volumes for the way this team responded. It wasn't like Motherwell were like battering down the door to get a winner. Um, it was a pretty sound game from then on. like they sat back when they scored, which is just strange aye. against them. Yeah. Um, aye, it seemed like Hearts were the team, if anyone, who were sort of pushing. And what a fucking run in like, the, what was it, the 87th minute or something like that? 89th uh... minute. 80, the penalty was scored in the 89th minute, so yeah. Aye, and he's run like the whole length of the park. I don't know where the ball's going, but he's just blasted it across the box, and it's, um, aye, it's hit one of the defender's arms. No, it's about as clear as you'll get. Aye, no question there. It was instantly given. Uh, it obviously would have been checked and given as well, but... Aye, the player's not even debating it. He's just realised it. Was, his arms are... Aye. Um, is Lauren Shanklin the best penalty taker we've ever had? Right, here. I was talking about this to somebody else yesterday, and I was saying, Lauren Shanklin missed a penalty against Celtic, but everyone forgot about it because he scored the, the retaking one. Aye, but it does sneak out. <laughs> <laughs> Completely wiped they were the che- they were obviously Everyone was obviously cheating. <laughs> uh, yeah, he, he does strike a very good penalty, though. Um, was it the one against RFS and RFS like top bag and all that but he, oh, aye. No he puts some, get that. Just he puts them so far at the corner that even if the keeper's diving the right way he's, he's going to struggle to get there so yeah aye thing is um, that also gives him the option because he hits them that way that when he wants to chuck one down the middle the keeper's going to move yeah didn't he tell them so <laughs> 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 what you're saying what you're saying is the keeper should just stand still. That's the only way he's going to save a Lauren Shanklin penalty ever. Joe Hart saves the first one um, in that game if he stands still. Exactly. <laughs> it's literally right in the middle. But that's that's the old poker of taking a penalty. Um, so that takes Shanklin to nine league goals. Jarvie and I's bet is 15, 7, uh, 17. So, I mean, I'm when I was thinking about it there, I'm going to make a little compilation of all the goals that I owe Jarvie money for and just prove him that it's actually absolutely fine. It's fine, isn't it? Aye. I'm not going to spend that much money on this bet, am I? Well, as long as the panel is going to dry up, then he's going to keep scoring. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to get like five penalties this season or something like that. It's a, it's a good chunk, guys. Jesus. Um... But that wasn't the end. Um, there was one more moment where we got some vintage Craig Gordon telly saves with <laughs> a shot from outside the box that Craig Gordon tipped over. Good save. But um, as usual, very flamboyant and dramatic from our Craig. <laughs> so, um, some smashing tackles at the end as well. Oh, aye. Uh, the Toby Civic song coming out. 
And then, yeah, I think we've done really well to hold on. And I think even in the five minutes that we've seen, Kai Rose is back, baby. <laughs> he, like, it was positive in the box that were getting heated away. I've, I've just been Aye. weak today since we've seen that. It was great. Oh, they had so many corners that were just very close to being goals. <laughs> They've done their oh, homework. It's terrifying, man. But yeah, good to, see, good to see Kai Rolls coming back. Um, he'll be, I think, I wouldn't be surprised if Kai Rolls maybe starts one of the next couple of games. I would be very, <laughs> I would be very surprised to see Halkett at all because I think Kai Rolls want to go to the World Cup with his Halkett. Has no World Cup to go to because he's Scottish. <laughs> I, I thought, this, thought about this earlier when I was doing the, the buy sell, and um, I just presumed that given it's only two games now, what's the benefit in bringing Halkett back before the break? Aye, exactly. Aye. So I think this game brought up some absolutely brilliant performances. I think you both have a wee, a wee honourable mention for someone that you'd like to mention. Cameron, you can go first if you'd like. Um. The, the old man in the team that isn't Craig Gordon and uh, Robert Snodgrass <laughs> looks like a player. Like, can you imagine how good he must have been? They obviously played in the Premier League, but when he was at like his late twenties, early thirties, because oh. he's thirty-five and he's still an absolute player. Um, he's, he, he always looks like he's got space. He runs like. I didn't think we'd see him playing ninety minutes in games that he runs for ninety minutes. Like it shows you, it shows you how serious he's taking it, eh? I totally yeah. think he wants to win games, and I think he's, I think he'll be a great addition to us this season. And and he can also play a very nice corner in the in the box. His set pieces have revolutionised our corners. We used to never beat the first man. Yep, that's great. Aye, aye. I think Snodgrass has been playing great since he came in, and I think his He's obviously a dedicated professional. He's serious. He wants to succeed here. He doesn't want to just come up to what would maybe de- he could deem a lower level than he, he's he's worth. But he's taking it serious and he's class. He's getting better as well every single game. Even watched him there on Sunday, and he was he was screaming at Robin Nielsen he's, to he's, do things and that. So he's he's got that professional head on him as well and, and I'm not that's, I think that's a good thing to have at the club especially if our keeper Gordon who you know maybe maybe can he influence the game as much because he's you know in goals if you have a player like Snodgrass on that pitch he's got that much experience it can only be a good thing I think we said basically the same thing at the game is that obviously Gordon's captain out there kind of further up the field Snodgrass is captain on that pitch ah yeah Aye, he's very vocal and just imagine if Benny comes back and he is as good as he was before injury and we've got the options there in midfield of Snodgrass, Grant, Keogh, Benny. Not Grant. <laughs> no, no Grant. <laughs> Grant's fine. He's just canny. He, he, I, like you said, he's got to earn the starting spot now. He's he's really got to redeem himself. But I think before the red card, he was fine. Um I think if there's someone going to do the defensive work and bind them, he's good. But I think we're stacked in centre mid. He's suspended to like mid December now. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> oh, actually, I read about that. We've appealed it, by the way. Oh, so ah, yeah, great. When when you appeal it, you know you can play until oh, the appeal's heard. Aye. We've got a game on Wednesday. Well, the SPFL have fast tracked that they're hearing it tomorrow, so it'll get oh, rejected. Um, so yeah. So yeah, mid December. That'll be him. That's ages, eh? 
<laughs> so many games. So many games. But yeah, um Hammy, who have you who have you brought up? Mine's was uh Alex Cochran. Um getting the you know, winning the penalty at the end for that absolute mazy run he went on. He spent majority of the game playing centre back, which isn't his ideal position, but he genuinely he's other than boss in the box and things like that, he's he's fucking bossing it. Him and Sibic have, have actually turned it around and I thought Cochran was especially at the end, he he, he was pinning the Motherwell players back with his mazy runs up the pitch and it, it helped us relieve a bit of pressure there. And near the end he was just throwing his body into everything. He gave everything gave everything. Um I think this season he's he's it's hard to think of a bad performance. I know there has been a couple, but He's he's a, he's genuinely a bit of a revelation. He keeps getting better. I thought he had a an excellent game and he deserved his. I think he got the stadium man of the match as well. I think he. I, I, think. I I thought my personal man of the match was Ray Snodgrass, but closely followed by um, Cochrane and um, Halliday. Andy Halliday. Aye, that's <laughs> the thing. It was it genuinely is mad that the guy who scored two goals in a three-two win is probably the third choice for a man of the match. <laughs> but aye, I can't agree more. It's absolutely nuts we got Alex Cochran on a permanent. And he genuinely, no injuries, if things... Because things have to go your way still. If things go his way, he could be a Premier League player. Yeah. He could he, get snapped up. And I hate that that's like the... That's the pinnacle of being a footballer, making it to Premier League. But for footballers, it is. Or, they want to make it to the Premier League. Or we could have a break. He could come back out of form and lose the left-back spot to Andy Halliday. Well, Cameron, <laughs> don't rush ahead. Because if we have a fully fit defence and we're playing four at the back, which we would like to think we probably are now, and we've got Halkett in rules at centre-back, who's your left-back? It's Cochran. Kingsley? <sighs> See, like, I would say at the start of the season it would have been Kingsley every day of the week, but I think Kingsley needs to win that position with Cochrane now. And I can't see Cochrane missing much time. Like you said, he's not been injured. He's missed one game through an indirect suspension this season. He's played 21 times. What if he ends, what, what if he ends up playing left wing with Kingsley behind him? Because <laughs> Barry Mackay's not in form. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Aye, it's a difficult one. It's a, it's a great, if we can get everyone fit, it's a great decision to have because I think you're right. I think if you say to Stephen Kingsley, which is mad that he's not one of the first names on the sheets right, the team sheet right now, you, this is your position to win back. Um, I think it's always good to have a fire up your arse. Oh, yeah. sorry, under your arse. I think maybe there's just... There's a, an element where as well, like you, you'll go between playing the, the four and the five in different games. So in the five, it's easy. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think we return to the five unless there's like a specific game when we've got specific injuries. I hope we don't. We we, we play better before. Yeah, we we've we've now got the players that we can control the ball and and impose ourselves on most teams. Um, it's the it's the extra player in midfield that we've asked for for about a year. <laughs> but with all that spike flowing through Tynecastle and to score a last minute pen, Jambo's kickback must have been bouncing, Hammy. 
Oh, Fuck away and don't talk a lot of shame. It, it was. Uh, there was genuinely everybody is very, very happy um, at the moment. I couldn't find anything to really bring up from uh, today, essentially. I did want to bring up something that we've talked about before, though. Um, it was after the Istanbul game. If you remember your your take your minds back to Craig Gordon rushing out of the 18-yard box um, and completely missing the balls again on kickback. The way. Um, so, do you think in these last two games away at Ibrox and at home to Livingston that we'll see Xander Clark again? Oh my God! Are you just going to steal? Oh my God. <laughs> right. I'll I'll not give away what I think, right? No, and I'll not give away what I think. <laughs> that is the 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 big talking point that has been since Thursday, the last game, Wednesday, Thursday, Thursday, last game. Other than everything is great nowadays, everything is back to normal. I don't think Gordon is doing anything he hasn't always done. No, he's behind a worse back. Yeah. Four. I completely agree with that. And I was talking about the football. We were talking about Gordon, who said it can't be easy for him playing with a makeshift defence. Balls are coming over the top constantly. He's trying to do too much. And you saw that against the Sambil game, coming out that far. You, know, you never see Gordon do that. No. Um, he's usually rooted to his line. And he, again, he's always been like that, so you take it. But he's done it. He, I remember him doing it in the Champions League for Celtic. And he came out and took a boy out when he, instead of kicking the ball. <laughs> and he got, he got sent off. So, like, that. that. <laughs> Yeah, he's always that's had what, that madness in him. That's, that's what I've seen it before, and it's obviously again a completely undermatched defence, probably in the Champions League. All right, we want Gordon to come off his line, but we want him to time it and do it well. <laughs> thing is, I think he could have got the ball. That's the weirdest thing, but he just completely misses it. So Aye. teaching old dogs new tricks. <laughs> right, uh, I don't think we'll see Clark. No, um, but we'll we'll leave it. Well, I mean, Paddy and Charlie have both seen him. So. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose that's a good time to maybe slink right into the bar of by ourselves. Oh, let's go and let's review me not being here last week and how badly the buys went. So, uh, <laughs> I think I was quite negative for this one as well. I mean, you, you could have been negative in a better way. So I'll run through them um, for the Motherwell game. It was hard to score over 1.5 goals. Everybody bought it except Hammy and Instagram. So there you go. Um, what's happened to this guy? I felt I, I was confused as to why he maybe didn't get on the pitch at some point, but um, no Alan Forrest. Um, goal or an assist. I, me and Instagram were the only people to buy that, so Instagram doing really well here. <laughs> um, next one's a clean sheet for Hearts. I think we maybe would have had a clean sheet if um, John Grant and the guy to sell sent off. I thought um, you were going to say if Motherwell didn't score two goals. Well, that's true. Um, but the only people to buy the clean sheet were me and Instagram. <laughs> and then I kind of believe that you're supposed to just buy the fun one at the end, but the over 1.5 bald officials, I don't think there was any. Or was there one? But anyway, it wasn't, it wasn't over 1.5, so well done, negative Jarvie and negative Simon. Um, where, that <laughs> left us, where that left us is um, 
Instagram scoring a zero. Um, me scoring a one. So get it written <laughs> your Instagram. Um, Hammy scored two. Twitter and Paddy on three. And Jarvie and Simon with a clean, a full house on four. Wow. A clean sheet would be nothing. So well, anyway, on to the running totals where we've got Jarvie and Paddy in last, along with Instagram now on 29. Um, up to 30, where Hammy is. 31, where I am. And after two or eight out of eight over the last two weeks, um, it's Simon, who's tied with Twitter on 33. And I'd just like to point out, I had a zero one week. <laughs> it did. But then there's hope for Instagram, so you listen out there. It can be done. Um, <laughs> on to this one. I've done a combined one this week, considering we've got two fairly um, big games, albeit I think we expect a lot more on Saturday than we do midweek, but who knows. So, Hearts are currently two points off third place. I think, um, given the extra was it eight games that we played, I think we'd have all probably taken that at the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. The question is, will Hearts still be within two points of third place going into the World Cup? Oh, I'll need to know or, who Aberdeen are playing. So, so for some clarity, Aberdeen play Levy tomorrow night, and then they play Dundee United on Saturday. Right, so when we get absolutely walloped in Glasgow, <laughs> we'll be back we'll, to five. We'll be back to five, and then so we kind of just need to mirror Aberdeen's results, obviously. Uh, aye, I'll fucking buy it. I think Aberdeen will drop a couple of points. We'll win at the weekend. I am going to sell. Oh, I knew it was coming. I knew it. I could feel it. <laughs> oh. I'm in two minds, but I'm going to stay positive and buy it because I think we beat Rangers and beat off Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, we've already touched on this one, but um, Kai rolls to start at Ibrox. So, you think he starts at the weekend rather than in that game? I think after just five minutes at the end of that game would be terrifying to then see him start what like three days later I'm going to sell I think maybe a half at Ibrox and then 90 Livy well, if he plays the first half he'll look like stupid <laughs> I'll be calling for, <laughs> calling for him to get some <laughs> oh um, I'm going to sell it as well um, I think he does start a game, but I think it'll be the Olivia game at the weekend. I didn't drop it buying these, so um, positive, <laughs> positive vibes, guys. Um, we've just witnessed two Andy Halliday goals yesterday. Do you think he scores a game this week? <laughs> <laughs> I think he scores the winner. In which game? Both. Both <laughs> games. There we go. Um, nah, I will sell Andy Halliday scoring a game. Just on probability. I'm going to buy it. Yes. Just on staunchness. <laughs> I know you bought this, but so Carol's playing. Oh. <laughs> um, nah, he's, he's not scoring again this week. Let's not be 
And then the last one, um, I've put a Xander Clark site in, in either game, and I would include, even if he comes on as a sub and plays 10 minutes at the end of one of them. I'm <laughs> <laughs> that. Although, Nielsen really uses five subs, eh? Yeah. He also really uses a goalkeeper that isn't a Craig Gordon. Aye. <laughs> Aye, I'm going to sell it. I thought uh, we were told he was going to play prior to the World Cup. Hey, it's Robbie Nielsen. Uh, he is a big liar. I'm going to buy it because the last time Gordon got dropped was Parkheed. I'm I'm going to buy it and I think it'll be the game at Ibrox. I think Nielsen does this at times when he... No, no, I'm going to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> but remember when he put uh, McInnes basically up front at Ibrox? <laughs> <laughs> Out of nowhere. Um, I can I'm, see I'm, Finlay Pollock or something starting or not. Just... For the sake of it. I told Max up. So um, that's a buy across the board for um, Vendor Clark playing at some point this week, which means he's <laughs> definitely not playing. <laughs> um, but there you go. There's your buy sell. Um, that'll be it until about Christmas. <laughs> right enough. Uh, two games before the World Cup break. Aye. And then when are we? Oh, we've got Kelly on the 17th at home. Yeah. On December 17th, that is. So I, um, I seen that the 1874 bar are showing all the Australia games. So, and this is a reused joke, but from me though, if you want to go and watch Australia get beat one nil three times, that's where hey. you can do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, bye. Oh, no. <laughs> Good point on that as well. I watched the Scotland game in there before, and nobody goes. Imagine on Australia. <laughs> <laughs> More people will probably go. <laughs> but. Um, Aye, we'll we'll speak to you in December when we'll be with right Christmas. Eh? Oh, I'll be wearing <laughs> tinsel and right fat on my advent calendar chocolates. <laughs> Well, one of the hearts. One of the hearts.